Greetings, Earthlings. Thank you for joining us on this intergalactic broadcast. We are a D&D podcast, but there is not an actual play podcast happening here. We are creating random playable characters that have fleshed out backstories. We are all about the storytelling and role-playing aspects of the game. My name is Nathan, and this is my co-host, Jake. How's it going, Jake? I don't know if I like that intro. Yeah. You know, I try to mix it up for myself and for our listeners. And sometimes I mean, yeah. it's interesting and sometimes it's not. Now I feel like I need to be more sci-fi with this, or like out of this world at least. And it's like... I, was, I almost robot-voiced it, but I said it against that. Like, greetings, earthlings. People think I'm smart because I talk like a robot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that was definitely different and new, and I think we haven't done it before. And you know what I'll say? I don't think we should do that again. Okay, that's fair. I don't want to repeat ourselves either. You know, you know, magic doesn't strike twice. Magic doesn't strike twice. Exactly. Isn't it lightning? Good things. Now you're just saying words. I don't think any of this actually. Anyways, anyway, this is us. Yes, I'm doing well. We're here. We are back at being back because it's our second time back. So we're back to back. Huh. I'm struggling with this also. But yeah, back so to this back. is us. We're here. We're ready to record. Make a new character. Uh, some exciting stuff going on. What's going on in the world? What's going on, Nate? What are we? What's, go- what's going on in the world is um, virtual BlizzCon has happened recently. It's called BlizzCon Line. That's so dumb. Did you think Why of that? They ask you, J.K. <laughs> what should we name this? It's and you went BlizzCon Line. It's amazing. It's so good. Dumb. How virtual is- BlizzCon. Why is it? Why is it dumb? Because it's never a good idea to take two words and combine them. It's the only. It's the best idea. It is the only idea anyone should ever have. No. <laughs> it's like, well, okay. In the category of Blizzard and original ideas, this might be their best one. <laughs> uh, they should just make BlizzCon line an IP, and then people will be happy. New Ooh. Blizzard IP. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> BlizzCon line is where it's at. They can quit recycling um, their classics, you know, like... Burning that's Crusade their... classic and uh, Diablo it's, it's, Two remastered. Yeah, it seems like that's the, their their go to move. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I'm not allowed to talk about certain <laughs> about certain stuff as someone that currently uh, does some work tangentially to them. That's fine. So, You're a contract employee, but I won't pressure you. I can say whatever I want as a consumer of Blizzard. So when I saw huh. that they were announcing. Um, burning crusade classic i instantly started making fun of my brother-in-law in our in our discord for a while because no. oh you saw those i think i laughed i always make myself laugh though for well i only saw you one home, how many were there it was just one kind okay. of message one for shape. those of you who don't know and uh derek if you're listening i apologize but i thought it was funny um <laughs> derek he started playing just long story short he started playing wow in bc so like he, his first raiding experience was bc and all those kinds of things which i totally get because B- i BC love being burning crusade burning yeah. crusade yeah yeah. Okay. yeah um which i totally get because i my first raid experience i think was in their mists of pandaria uh, pandaria expansion which wasn't a well-received expansion but i liked it a lot because i you know i have my first raiding experience there so i get it um but derek loves to talk about bc as as back in the day if he ever says the <laughs> phrase back in the day as he's as we're playing like retail current wow it's always referring to burning crusade so i typed up a little message and i was like derek they're doing bc classic like you wanted now back in the day can just be yesterday 
and I thought it was <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. Wow. Well, what I'll say too is I think Burning Crusade. I re- so I never really got into WoW or played it, but I remember one I didn't know it was called. I, I didn't know the name of it, but I remembered this art because of Illidan, because of yeah. that character and that villain. Or is he? He's a villain, right? Yeah, he's the big uh, bad of that yeah. expansion. And like he's he is just I feel like iconic with WoW and like is such a big part of that. And like I think that's probably why they're also doing it. And that's where it's like. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, it's easy to sit here and throw stones, right? And be like, oh, well, they just keep doing it. It's like, well, people are doing it. People are enjoying it. People are going back and playing it. So I guess it's working. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. So I don't. I don't. And, and, and they're not charging for it, which is good. Like they are because you still need an active WoW subscription. So you got to sure. pay 15 bucks a month. But it's not, it's, they're not releasing it as like a game. Like you have to give us $30 to play this game you've played before. Yeah. It's just like you just have to have an active WoW subscription and you can play this game. So that makes it a little better as far as recycling content goes. But I mean, we're in that age, right? Millennials love nostalgia. That's yeah. we're the we're, we're the target demographic when it comes to remastering and re-releasing this shit. Yeah. Um. So there's a market there, and you know you can't blame a company for filling it. Yeah. Well, and I mean the thing too is like I mean the the thing I saw was the Blizzard Arcade where they're coming out with the old '90s games. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. How, I'm like, I don't know. I had no. I have no. Um. What's it called? Nostalgia for them, I guess. So I'm not like, oh man, I gotta get Lost Vikings. It's like. Nah, like and again, I think it's just available on uh, uh, Blizznet or Battle Pass or BattleNet. Yeah, BattleNet. I'm. I work I for promise, Blizzard. I can't I say promise anything. I work there. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't. One, it's a combination of I don't want to say something I shouldn't, and two, I don't know what I'm talking about. So it's, yeah. it's a real good crossover. <laughs> those two. Okay, um, let's talk about something then that you can talk about that I thought of, and I almost texted you when I was watching the opening ooh, ceremony. Ooh, okay. It's funny, and I think it's unique. Maybe unique is the wrong word. Interesting. I think it's interesting that once you're familiar with a certain voice actor and you're familiar <laughs> with their normal voice, you mm-hmm. hear their normal voice in their character yeah. voices. Correct. So when I heard the revamped You Are Not Prepared coming out of yeah. Illidan, it's like, that's fucking Liam O'Brien. Like, you can yep. hear his voice in that yep. character's voice. And it's just funny yeah. how you can pick up on those little little nuances once you know what their real voice sounds like. Yeah, that's I thought great. That was funny. And, like, and Liam's, Liam's a good voice actor too like he and i think the thing too though with illidan is like illidan in in a sense if you it's not far off from his normal voice he makes it a little bit more like deep i feel like in a sense but like it is similar to like same thing with mccree and matt mercer right like he just puts a southern draw on his normal voice and he's from florida so i'm sure it's actually maybe even closer to how he like grew up than anything else so yeah, it it is fun. It is fun to be able to watch and and pick up on the on the voices of the people that you recognize and, and know in the games and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was it was cool though to watch that remastered uh, trailer and like that moment of him flying above the cr- clouds and all that. Like it's yeah, it's cool. And like again, as someone that didn't play it, it's like I watch it. I'm like that's badass. That's dope. It is cool. One thing Blizzard does really really well is their cinematics are fucking top tier for Dude. every game. If they do Dude. a cinematic. It's good. It's gonna be good. It could be a Hearthstone one, cinematic. I don't care. It's gonna be good. Oh, I guess. I guess the one thing I can say when when I was not contract employee at Blizzard and worked there full time in their art team, there they had an art conference for all the artists and all the different people, ranging from everything from the people that made the cinematics and like these full on like render like people that would work on renders and actual character artists and stuff like this for cinematic level cinematics and to me the graphic designer that worked on facebook posts so yeah. like quite the range um but they had oh god damn it it's gonna 
fuck, I can't remember the guy. I can't remember his name, but he worked at Lucasfilm. He was a guy that worked with George wow. Lucas on Star Wars concept art for prequels and shit and, and then everything moving forward from there. And he came and he essentially said, he's like, we watched World of Warcraft cinematics for inspiration. He's like, we came to the, like, this level of, like, what you guys have been doing for so long. He's like, it's it's amazing. He's like, and it inspires everything that comes, like, and so it's like, yeah, I think that is one thing that Blizzard will always be, like, I don't I don't know whose decision it was to make that a priority, right? Because it, <laughs> it is. Because it's not, like, you look at other video game companies or other big, like, companies coming out with IPs and stuff like that. It's not it's not as important, right? It's the same way it's like you look at uh, Microsoft versus Apple, right? Like Apple decided to prioritize art and, mm-hmm. and make it pretty and making it like, and I think Blizzard in a very similar way, I don't know when it, like I said, I don't know when it happened, but it, it was a, a groundbreaking decision. And it's what, to this day, I mean, what, 30 years now, their 30th anniversary, still puts them above and beyond everything else. Every complaint we'll ever have about Blizzard, you can still, I, I, I feel comfortable saying, You'll always be say, yeah, but they're cinematics, though. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Like the 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 immersion that you get from those games, it's, it's great. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then another thing I'm I'm excited about, I never played the Diablo games, but Diablo Four looks dope. I think so, I'm gonna play the shit out of Diablo Four. I was gonna say I I never played them either. They're a rogue type, right? Is that? Yep, they're similar. Term? Yeah, they're like Hades ish. So that's what I was gonna say because I because I, you got me into Hades when I was back home, and that's dope, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I'm trying to figure out if why I enjoyed it is the classic what makes rogue types work, or if it's just because the Hades story, or if it's the like the the level mechanic of it. Like I, I enjoyed it, and that's what I'm trying to think. Like I don't I don't know if Diablo is exactly. I mean, I I like the idea of the story of Diablo and that like the demons and the hells and all that create like that's dope and it's dark as fuck but like yeah no it looks it looks interesting i just don't yeah. know if i want to get sucked in exactly <laughs> is, is my um thing. so the big thing and again before we get crucified by someone who might be a huge diablo fan i've never played them so to comp- i do feel like though comparing it to hades like exactly is incorrect because hades yeah. is a roguelike hades is a pure roguelike where you're constantly doing the same thing you go into the same kind of map, and the next room you get randomized, and like you're trying to progress through the game as things are sure. always random. I'm pretty sure that Diablo is more of an RPG where you can like choose to go into a certain dungeon, but you can do that dungeon like multiple times, just grind for gear, grind for stuff. So it has more of a freedom of of, of an RPG or like where you're going to progress through the story. It's not always like you're doing yeah. this one thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I, I- and that, and that's where it's like again, it just it's that third person perspective running and building up like your skill tree, right? Yeah. Like, or, uh, uh, I'm assuming that's kind of similar. In, yeah. In that, so. I think so, but it's the same camera perspective. That's kind of the big thing. And this, I'm pretty sure you attack the yeah. same way. Like your moves just cover like a span if you have yeah. certain things and stuff like that. So. The thing, the thing I will say as well, I think the part of the reason I enjoyed Hades is because of the format I played it in on on Switch. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, like, because I know I can get it on my computer. I don't know if I would enjoy it as much that way. I don't know I don't if think I so. would. And that's and I think that's part of the reason I'm able to tell myself to not get Diablo on the computer is because I'm like I don't think I would. Enjoy, I, I think if I if I could get it on a Switch and play it in that like that, the Switch does a masterful job of hitting a very nice little niche area of like how you're able to play it and the 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 actual interaction with it. And I think 
I think Diablo benefits from that yeah. you know, in a way. So, yeah. For sure. I kind of wish Diablo Immortal wasn't a phone game. I wish they'd... Uh, who knows? Maybe at some point they might put it on the Switch, but... Uh, Ooh, they'll might, remaster uh, it. They'll remaster it in like 10 years, and it'll come back oh. out. Yeah. <laughs> for, the, for the Switch 5. Nintendo Switch yeah. 5. <laughs> no, it'll be called the Switch Switch Blade. Nintendo Switch Blade. <laughs> <laughs> so we're already a little bit too long into our banter. Now that we've brought up Nintendo, yeah. I have to say that Nintendo Direct's... Nintendo's most recent Nintendo Direct sucked total ass. Wow. That's a hot take. No, I don't think it is. I think it's oh, a pretty really? regular take. Yeah, the best thing that came Mario out of, Golf. That's the best thing that came out of that Nintendo Direct. Like Ooh. we're gonna remaster a Zelda game, but not the one everyone wants. <laughs> Losers. <laughs> <laughs> they had an announcement to announce that they have no announcement. So like, hey guys, we know you want to hear a lot, a lot about Breath of the Wild too. Unfortunately, we have nothing to tell you. Mm. Look at this game <laughs> remastering. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> Especially since so a lot of people are bummed about what's happening with Zelda right now. Granted, there's a long, you know, there's 10 months left in this year. It's a long, long time. That's true, um, there are. But uh, it's, this year is um, Zelda's 35th anniversary, I think. Sure. Um, so, and and this year also happened to be, I want to, or last year happened to be Mario's 35th anniversary, and they did a lot of really cool shit for Mario. Okay. So the community is expecting a lot of really cool shit for Zelda. So they thought that was coming this Nintendo Direct, and it did not. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. There's well, some, how frequently how, how frequently do they release their directs? I don't know. I'm, I only recently started paying to Nintendo within the last year because I bought a Switch. Yeah, Otherwise, I it think, didn't really matter I, to me. I think it's at least monthly, if not every every like five to six weeks or so. I, th- I, th- I think. I could be wrong. It could be quarterly. It could be a quarterly thing, but I want to say if we, I mean we don't. Have to, I'm not going to spend time on this, but I there's a there's a stat somewhere that the last one was a long time. I think it was like over 500 oh, really? days from the last Nintendo Direct. Wait, really? I thought yeah. they were more. Maybe it's maybe it's quarantine. Maybe during quarantine they're not doing as many. Because the only reason I bring it up, and this will, this will be the last thing we say on our, our video game nerddom, but like <laughs> when I when again one of the things I was trying to do at Blizzard was to try and do a social news update like thing. Mm-hmm. And I remember looking at Nintendo Direct as uh, like a touchstone for it. And I thought it was more frequent, but hey, that's fine. I mean, I don't know. I, again, I, I, I'm, I'm very well aware of the lack of knowledge. I don't know if knowledge is the right insight. Let's say insight uh, that I actually have into this, despite the fact that I probably should have more. So. <laughs> um, yeah. Let me see here. Hold on, I'm looking at something. So the, yeah, the last full blown Nintendo Direct. Was September fourth, two thousand nineteen. They had oh, a bunch Jesus. of Nintendo. They had a bunch of Nintendo Direct minis in oh, between. Okay. okay. So those are those called Nintendo Indirects? They should be, but they're not. They're called Nintendo Direct Mini. Boo, <laughs> boo! BlizzCon line it. Make it cool. BlizzCon line. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Yes. Let's. That is it. Thank you for coming to Nate and Jake's video game nerd talk. Um, Tune in next BlizzCon line to hear what else we have to say. Yep. <laughs> hey, we just want to hop in real quick before we get to the character build and shout out our patrons for their patronage and say thank you. Uh, this week we have Impending Duff as our patron of the week. Not really, it's not a thing, but we could start doing that. If you want to get involved, if you want to join, and if you want to help us to continue to grow 
visit us uh, at patreon.com slash rngpc and uh, you too get a shout out here just like impending duff who again really is the best he's i mean he's got all sorts of stuff going on if you like mini painting check him out on twitch uh so thanks again impending duff and thank all of you for listening okay jacob <laughs> Oof, i don't I like felt, that that's that's, that's gross. dirty that did feel gross that's gross i need a shower pause everyone pause the episode <laughs> um you brought the character this week correct yes i like I, you know what i enjoy i enjoy that each week we do that right for each other we're like you brought it right like a like we <laughs> one there's like a hoping like that you would that we did it but also like we know we know that yeah. one brought it we know we know it's a thing we, we we've done what this is our 33rd episode so we we haven't we haven't fucked it up entirely yet we're like wait i thought you were bringing it so <laughs> we like to pretend yes. that way though that's true. We could. We could do that. As a, I think we have done that as a bit. We have. That seems, I've been that like, seems what? Like a, oh, no. I was supposed to bring it. Ugh, I left we're making, the, we're making a podcast? Ugh, I thought we were just hanging out without any pants on. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Yes. Anyways, yes. Uh, I did, I did want to make the character this week. And I kind of started from a place of, I don't know, like, rolling the dice last week for the stats was fun. So I enjoyed doing that. And I think afterwards I even, like, rolled... I was trying to figure out a way to get, like, I don't know, a new, like, D6 combo to, like, get the stats. So, anyways, what? this is a very long... You're trying to reinvent the wheel over there? I, I was. I So, I have <laughs> I have 5D6, right? And so, I was like, okay, what is a way I can roll these 5D6 to get a number still that, like, could be usable here? And I was like, what if I roll all five, I take the highest three, and then I subtract the lowest from the highest three, and then the other one is just moot. So I was doing all this weird math. I spent like a half hour doing it because I'm whatever. Um, but anyways, in doing so, I found it's a really good way to constantly get 11. Because <laughs> <laughs> it just, I don't know why or how or statistically why that worked. But there were so many times that I rolled in different combinations. And I was like, I'm always getting like, t- which is like fine because that's a, a perfectly neutral stat number. But I was like, this is boring. That's <laughs> hilarious. Like, all I've done is invented a boring way to get a stat. Um, but anyways, so for this week for the character, what I wanted to do is I wanted to roll the stats. For, and I think we've done this before. But I want to roll the stats first. And then from that, figure out what class it fits best with. Best with and then also bring in the race for that. So I know this is not saying that I what I brought. <laughs> because that's I did fine. bring something as well. But that's I mean, what this, I brought... This, as, yeah, this sheet yeah. just looks so convoluted anyway, so I'm glad that you're justifying why it looks the way it does. So, <laughs> Yes, this is really for Nathan. Everyone else, you just happen to be here while I'm trying to explain to Nathan why I messed up his sheet. Um, <laughs> but but the one thing I did, so, the, so that, that's, that's where I started. That's where I was like, okay, I know I want to do this. I want to okay. do that. So I want to find a background that can work for any class, for any race, for anything, just a generic thing that we can kind of fit within it. And so okay. when I was looking through backgrounds, I found a fun one that is just called Minion. And essentially, nice. you're just a minion of, of someone's. Um, and, yeah. And so I think that could be definitely, like I said, work for any class, any race. We could figure out, because like, depending on the person you're a minion for, depends on what you would be and what you're used for and all of this other shit. Exactly. Um, and then I decided I wanted to bring one other thing um, that we will still need to randomize in some way. Um, but I think it'd be fun, again, as a minion, 
to have some sort of like tattoo or magical marking of some sort that in some way like puts you as a part of this minionhood or this group <laughs> or this person you work for. And then I know Tasha's Cauldron has a bunch of fun, um, like predetermined, pre-made tattoos that could be cool. So I think there's, I think there's like 11. It's not like a good even number for us to roll on, but uh, I think we should roll on that and then figure out what that is. Cause I think it could be anything. The tattoos in there don't seem like they're too game breaking. They're kind of just like magical items in themselves. Yeah, they're kind of like so, uh, um, what's where I'm drawing a blank on the word. They're like um, shh, tattoos. Don't tell me, nope. They're like cantrips. Mm, they're all just okay. like cantrips. None of them are super sure. really crazy for the most part. Sure. Yeah. So so yeah. So that's 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 where I was kind of at and what I wanted to bring. Um, I think what what I'm trying to figure out though, and what I would like your input on is. Do we want to go through the minion background first and read through that? Or do we want to roll first and figure out what the race and class is and then go into minion and into those backgrounds? Um, I don't think it's going to matter one way or the other, to be honest. I think I think part of me wants to do the stats first and figure out okay. at least the class so that I don't feel influenced by what we roll in the minion to have the like the like what the class is. Does that make sense? Okay, yes. Like because I think I, I really want the, I, I I titled this document as min maxed minion, <laughs> so like <laughs> I want it to be like I want the the stats we roll to make sense for the class right. So if we okay. roll super high strength, cool. We have a barbarian or a fighter, and that's what they're they're gonna be. Um, cool. So yeah, so that's where I'm at. Um, I I think I want you me to a roll tattoo. First. Yes, and also another tattoo, yes. I do. Um, I'm going to roll first. I'm going to roll strength. This is what we're doing. This is where we're at. This is us. Okay. Maybe um, I'll get a dirty 30 tattoo. Anyway, I'm, daydr- I'm daydreaming. Yep, I saw you get lost. Okay, strength. This isn't bad. I rolled a 5, a 5, a 4, and a 2. So it's a 14. Nice. By the way, yes, we're getting rid of the lowest number. Here's what we're doing. That's what I've decided. Okay. My turn. I'm rolling dexterity. I rolled not good. I rolled mm. a one, a two, a four, and a six. So that's what a twelve. What is that? Twelve. That's yeah, not, not bad. as bad as I thought. I thought. Yeah. yeah you... It's not as bad as I thought. Why are you dumb? Sorry. It's okay. I forgive you. You're allowed and to be I, dumb. I, I never got my math credits in college. <laughs> Just left them there. Um, okay. What a uh, next is con. Constitution. Yes. All right, here we go. Here we go. Rolling. This is good. Jesus, character's gonna be broken. <laughs> I rolled a six, a four, a three, and a two. So we got a thirteen. That's not bad. That's not broken. Do you, do you consider all plus tens to be broken? I I guess you're fair. So far, we have a plus two. We have three plus twos. Wait, no, that's a plus. Yeah, we have three plus twos, <laughs> which is not not that bad. I had to do quick math in my head. All right, so I just rolled for intelligence. I rolled a two, a two, a five, and a six. So that's seven plus six. Thirteen again. Yeah, they're going to be pretty all right. Yeah, so far I don't see any weaknesses. Um, all right, here we go on wisdom. Shabow! Jesus. Six, four, two, one. So twelve. <laughs> See, the, the part of the reason I'm upset is I, I don't know what class is this now. All of these are fine. All of these yeah. are, are, like... Maybe I'll roll an 18 charisma. No, possible? I want that nothing possible. charisma. It is possible, yes. All right. 
Warlock, baby. I'm putting that Warlock energy out there. Ugh, no one likes Warlocks. Dude, I was so close. <laughs> I rolled a 3. I rolled a 3, okay. a 5, a 5, and a 5. Jesus, so 15. Yeah. Oh, I didn't put enough Warlock energy out there. Just a little more energy and it would have done it. Okay. So, what is this? This is a plus... Oh, no, I don't want to put it there. That's a plus 2. That's a plus 1. That's a... Wait, no. what, if you, what if you put it in here plus like one, this? Plus one. We're, yeah, sorry. We're, we're, we're typing into our sheet what the pluses are. Yeah, that works. That's a plus two. That's a plus one. That's a plus one. That's a plus one. And then a plus... Two. Okay, so none, again, none of these are crazy broken. But let's see. What, what, what... I don't think there's a class that needs high strength and charisma. What's 13 and plus two? No, it's plus one. Okay. You have to get to 14 for it to be a plus two. That's what I thought. I got confused, though. There's a lot of oh, those plus right. ones. Ooh, I lied. I know it. I, I know what it's gonna be. What is it? There is one class that needs high strength and high charisma or primary abilities. Uh, a paladin. It is. It is a paladin. <laughs> it's a paladin. Paladin needs high strength and charisma. Okay. Cool. So I was just looking through the D and D Beyond stuff. So, yeah. Noise. We making a pally. I'm gonna pally, baby. Um, all right, bring it I'm back trying, to what, pally. What is the? Fuck, it's good. I'm trying to find the site that I, I wish I had it pulled up that I know we always use. Five E for what? For which part? D and D. Um, to to be able to look at the subclasses. Just Google. I know, I but but there's the specific one that I like that we use. Okay, well, is it not oh, in our it, useful links? It. It I, it probably is, but I didn't want to go there. It's it's d it's d n d five e dot wiki dot dot com. <laughs> super super convoluted. Um, so all right, yes, Paladin. Oh, so uh, it's I the front wa- page of the D and D wiki that we use for backgrounds. It's not though. Are you sure? Yes. If I hit it home fr- on this. Oh, you're right. Haha, <laughs> ha. because I thought that too when I clicked it. Um, but all right, so we have Oath of the Ancients, Oaths of the Conquest, Oath of the. Co- um, I, I think because I think what could be fun is again if this is a minion of some sort, depending on what we roll in there, one of these oaths might like this could be an evil paladin again. This could be someone of some way that does you know what would you ex- what, what, evil you ex- paladin. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Next, we want to do. I don't know if we want to do race. Do we want to do race next? Nah, put let's that, do. Th- put that link what? in this document, please. Are we going to refer back to it? The subclasses mm-hmm. link? Yes. Here. I would I'll appreciate put, that. Okay. I'll put it under there. So that's just to the homepage. And then uh, scroll down and you can find the paladin subclasses. We cool. will come back to that, though. I think we want to go into minion now because I think what would be fun is to figure out, like, I think then we. Discover the race. Okie dokie. Alright, cool. So, let us go to the minion background. So, for the minion, what we have, and this is the description, it says, You are a staple of the story, being a grunt or mook, which builds... Right, it's mook, M-O-O-K? Sorry, let me pull it I up. Think, I, think it's, I think that's what it is. I don't... I don't 
That seems like a made-up word. Um, being a grunt or mook, which builds to the ultimate ending. While you are usually a pain to deal with and underappreciated, you are ultimately a necessary part of the story. You often do the grunt work, setting traps, maybe polishing your master's shoes and weapons, and dealing with people your master just doesn't want to see. So, how did you end up in this humble position as a minion? Are you perhaps bound by your heritage? Has your family, has your family maybe race, been historically minion figures? This can be the case for races like goblins or kobolds. Or maybe you were just considered a runt in your society and thus deemed fit only to serve. You don't necessarily have to serve an evil master either. You could be an unaligned, they could be unaligned or a benevolent figure who sends you out into the world with their coat of arms to complete some task. So yeah, so I think that's, I, I like I like that there's essentially like a larger person that you in some way work for. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then there's even the, or maybe you don't want to be a minion anymore, or perhaps uh, you deserted your minionhood uh, to go out freelance. Maybe your master got killed. There, there's a lot. There's a lot we can do with it. Um, I'm looking at the the one fun thing that the feature does have is this dungeon maker. It says from your experience having worked in maintaining, controlling, or e- controlling or even digging dungeons, you are very well versed in their make. You notice things uh, about them that others would easily miss. You know from the make of a dungeon what creature may inhabit it, and you can garner a rough estimate of the area's uh, opportune for traps and secret passages. So I think that's kind of cool. That's Just having like sweet. advantage to look and like do do that stuff when you're like going a perception through advantage and investigation advantage and shit. Yeah. So all right, cool. So for suggested characteristics, would you like to roll first? It looks like it's a D8 for personality trait. Sure, but first I'm going to educate you. While you were reading, I googled mook, and that means an oh. incompetent person. It's a real word. Oh, oh, it is. Interesting. You fucking I'm a, I'm mook. A, whoa, that fits. <laughs> I'm going to start using that in my in my vocabulary as well. I like it, mook. <laughs> All right. right, a D8, you said? Yep, D8 for personality trait. Uh, quick glance, I'm putting that eight energy out there. Go, go, go. Oh, damn. I rolled a six. All right. I like to measure and write everything out instead of actually doing it. It's like me when I make a to-do list and then write and then I do nothing. I'll make a to-do list on Monday and then I'll rewrite it on Tuesday. Uh-huh. And then I'll uh-huh. rewrite it on Wednesday. Yeah. Might cross something off on Wednesday because I feel bad because I've rewritten it twice. Sure. Rewrite it again on Thursday and then the cycle continues. You know what you, you know what I found was good? The first thing you to on your to-do list should always be writing out your to-do list because it gives you something to immediately check off once it's done it's like oh yeah i did it. i have i have um been in the middle of doing something that i was about to complete and then like i should write a to-do list and i'll make that the first <laughs> thing i write down it's like sweet i'm almost done <laughs> all right i like that that's fun though so they're, they're a thinker not necessarily a doer uh okay i'm gonna roll ideal which is a d6 Ooh, i rolled a six which is fate's hand I I'm just a measly grain in the greater cog machine in the greater cog machine. Whatever happens, happens. So a neutral alignment. That's pretty wild. Interesting. That could be that sounds pretty chaotic, even though it's neutral. It sounds chaotic neutral. It's like, eh, whatever <laughs> happens, man. <laughs> I'm just I'm just going with the flow. <laughs> it sounds like the dude. The dude abides. Like, yeah. Oh, for know. sure. 
<laughs> All right, I'm gonna roll a six for bond. For bond, yeah, that's what I meant to say. Uh, five. I left my loved ones behind in the dungeons. Dot dot dot. So does that mean that can be taken a few ways, right? It could mean did they die there and they were in like a normal dungeon, like oh my god, I left them, or is it like I used to work in a dungeon, right? And that's where everyone I care about is back in you know my masters, Maybe. like whatever. Okay, so there's ways Maybe. we can flip with that. He also could have betrayed them and left them in a dungeon that a beholder lived in or something. That is true. That is true. So I like that. I like that we have options there. Okay, so I'm now rolling the last one, which is Flaw, which is a D6 again. I'm putting uh, that three energy out there. Okay, all right. <laughs> Ooh, close. I rolled a two. Two. I like someone else to always take the responsibility or blame. <laughs> Sounds like me, dude. <laughs> This is an interesting paladin. I, see, again, this is where I, I like that we decided before what the class was, right? Because, like, this doesn't necessarily feel like a paladin. Like, this True. <laughs> True. So, that's uh, some interesting stuff we rolled. Okay. Um, nice. Uh, let's roll the tattoo next. I rolled okay. last, so I want you to do it. Roll a so D12. It's a D12. Yep, and if you roll a 12, roll again. Okay. Well, if you roll a d12, roll twice again, because we'll get two... No, I'm kidding. I don't know if I want to do two tattoos. That's too many. Yeah, plus tattoos... You have to attune to tattoos. So if someone played this oh, character, really? it's two attunements, yeah. Oh, woof. Yeah, tattoos aren't that. free. You have to attune. It's an attunement slot. <laughs> Which is a bummer. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, it's cocked. Rolling again. That was that's my bad, everyone mm-hmm. at home. Mm-hmm. I rolled a five. Five. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, this one's right. sweet. The Eldritch Claw Tattoo in Dungeons and Dragons allows unarmed strikes by the bearer to be considered magical to overcome immunity and resistance to non-magical attacks. It depicts jagged shapes that allows the bonus action Eldritch Maul for the duration of one minute can let unarmed strikes uh, and melee attacks reach up to 15 feet away? What? Yep. Damn. So essentially it just makes it so any of their melee attacks have a 15-foot range and are innately magic. Yeah, so that that description on this website gives a pretty good summary of these, of the tattoo. Um, but what it, it does, there's a couple things it left out. So okay. while the tattoo is on your skin, your unarmed strikes are considered magical for the purpose of overcoming immunity and resistance yeah, to non-magical attacks. So you gain a plus one bonus to attack with unarmed strikes. Oh, you get a plus one. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, And then for the Eldritch Maw, one thing that it left out is that... um, So in addition to your... You cast Eldritch Maw as a bonus action, which I know it said. So for one minute, your attacks up to target up to 15 feet away, blah, blah, blah. Um, But in addition to that, your melee attacks deal an extra 1d6 force damage on hit. Damn. So this this is this is kind of dope for a paladin because part of the issues of paladins is that there a lot of their stuff is melee and a lot in like like close hand to hand close close combat giving you that like extension of ten foot range is huge. That's that's yeah. exciting and, and and then giving you another dice to hit with again. Paladin their main thing is they have divine smite so like they they add more dice on usually and you can decide when to add those in. So having just another di- like that's a lot. This this person could is a dps <laughs> like yeah. it's gonna be able to do some damage um 
Nice. All right, cool. Especially if you were this. to use your bonus action to cast Eldritch Maul, which lasts for a minute, and then your next attack, you decided to do something big and combo it together. I mean, yeah. granted, it's only a 1d6 of extra damage, but that could be six extra damage. But, but the thing, too, you have to think is if you have this right off the bat, that, that's huge. Another d6 to potential damage as a first-level character is is That's true. Is nice. Um what do we think this Eldritch Claw... Lo- well, I think... I think Let me look. The only other thing I think I maybe want to figure out is race. But I think from the... Ba- let's figure out the backstory and then see what race would maybe make sense um, with that. Because I'm not opposed to this being a goblin or or some kind of exotic like race that is you know usually seen as minion type things yeah um it could still be a human you know a half elf or, or a goliath or something where it's like oh yeah you know they were just part of this big person's you know band of roving minions but yeah so i think maybe let's start figuring out the that the backstory and see where we land on what because i think the most important thing we need to figure out is who they worked for right and why okay. they worked for them so do we want to maybe recap then everything real quick? Would you would you say that the most important thing to figure out would be uh, who is their daddy and what do they do? <laughs> I didn't think it's you'd not actually a laugh. Good joke. It's not a good joke. <laughs> People like that is such a like it was a kindergarten cop. It's what that's that? not a niche line. Everyone knows that line. Do but like that's a top five iconic Schwarzenegger line. I feel like it's not the Duma is better. <laughs> Oh, it's t- yeah, I mean, who is your daddy and what does he do? Might be five out of five for the top five, but it's the top five line uh, for Schwarzenegger. Like, is it? Yeah. He has so many. Other- okay, fine. It's still not funny. <laughs> <laughs> but to answer your question, yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, all right. Do you want to recap for me? Sure. I can recap. I'm not going to try to recap uh, your train of thought on why you did the way Do things it. Get that into you did. the craziness that is my mind. No, I'd really rather <laughs> not. <laughs> um, I don't get paid enough to do that. You so, don't, I'm not paying you at all. Yep, exactly. So we brought, yep, we brought things to the table today. Jake did. Um, he brought the background of Minion, and then we immediately rolled on all of the stats. And then he chose, but also brought Paladin based on the stats. Well, I'm kind of oh. doing this poorly. I apologize. I'm not doing it justice. Let me start over. <laughs> Don't, we're fine. Just, just keep going. So we brought the background of Minion, and then we rolled on the stats because uh, Jake really wanted to create a min-maxed Minion for them, kind of. He wanted the stats to work for the class this time, which normally isn't the case. So we brought the background of Minion, rolled the stats. What we got was a 14 for strength, 12 for dex, 13 for con, 13 for intelligence, 12 wisdom, and 15 charisma, which gave us the class of paladin because they need strength and charisma to do their stuff. Um, So that was kind of what was brought in a sense. But anyway, moving on. Second tier stuff is the stuff we rolled on. Uh, Jake wanted to bring something from Tasha's Culture of Everything, which is still the newest D&D book um, for creating characters. So we rolled on their tattoos. We got the Eldritch Claw tattoo. And then within the background of Minion, we rolled the personality trait, which came out to, I like to measure and write everything out instead of actually doing it. The ideal came out to be Fate's Hand. I'm not just a measly grain in the greater cog machine. Oh, I'm just a measly grain in the greater cog machine. There you Whatever go. happens, happens. Which came with a neutral alignment. 
The bond I left my loved ones behind in a dungeon. In the dungeons, ellipses. Flaw. I like someone else to always take the responsibility or blame. And that's where we're currently at. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, All right. So from that, what we kind of know is that this person's not really a doer. Right? Like... They're, they're, they want someone else taking responsibility. They like to measure things out, make sure everything's kind of planned. But then, like, actually doing it is like, mm, mm, okay, yeah, I get, like, they need they need some kind of push. They need some kind of, like, something to make that actually start happening. Yeah. So I guess, like, the to that, I'd be curious what made them, what made them leave the loved ones behind in the dungeons. Like, I'm... I think I think let's start there. Let's decide what do we like better. What do we think is more fun? That the people had people that died in the dungeons, and that like they're down there, like ooh, oh man, they're they're like I lost them, and they're not. Or is it like no, that's just the place of work. Like I, I for some reason left my place of work, and they're still there, and like doing stuff there, and like you know, it's uh, a, a hag of some sort, right? And it has like a bunch of goblins that li- you know protect the house or whatever and it's like the one goblin that then went away or something what do you think do you want me to tell you what i first thought of and it might take us down a different path do it i love it so i thought with the flaw i thought of young me okay you know um which is the new cbs uh sitcom special coming out young nathan young nathan right after young rock correct yep and young sheldon yeah all the young the young and (laughs) the young and the wild the the young and the restless what oh yes um so anyway this character to me seems like they might not um, like taking responsibility for their choices. They're afraid of owning up to the things they actually want to do. Mm-hmm, because when mm-hmm. I was younger, I had certain friends that I went to for advice because I, they knew that I would back what I wanted to already do. I didn't need <laughs> advice. I just wanted someone to tell me to do the thing I want to do. And uh-huh, then I'd go and uh-huh. do it. And I'm not taking full responsibility for my actions because someone else told me it was a good idea. So that took some pressure off of decision making. Um, don't do that so much as an adult. Thank God I function in society. But I do <laughs> I think that this character might, you know, go to the you know, if this character was in our group and they wanted to do something dumb, they'd go talk to Guy about for advice. Hey yeah. Guy, how's this sound? Like, that sounds awesome. Like, cool, I'm gonna do it. And then it yeah. can then it can be like, Well, Guy said I could do it when it you know, when it all goes to shit. Yeah. Um so I feel like this character might be really scared to commit to their own choices. Okay, okay. So so then to tie that into my question, I think people died, right? Because okay. other, otherwise, why they, they wouldn't ha- they wouldn't have any reason to leave their loved ones behind, right? They wouldn't mm-hmm. like th- they wouldn't make that choice themselves, right? They wouldn't be like, oh, you know, like I I want to leave and go out and and, and do something or, or go out on an adventure or, or like they have to have a, f- a forceful push into yeah. doing it. And so, or their loved ones could be the voice of reason all the time, like you know, if I want to do something stupid. I'm not going to go ask my wife for advice, <laughs> you know? So it's like maybe the the loved ones were always like, you need to get your shit together, blah, 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 you need to do this. And he's like, he knows that, but he doesn't want to. So he left because he's like, I got more freedom if I leave. I can do, I can just be me. There's no one trying yeah. to make me not be me, you know? Yeah, that's true. And the, I guess the other option too we can have here is whoever their boss is, right? Whoever the Could have sent him away, sent yeah. him out. And been like, you know, like, okay, all like, maybe he wants to stay and he wants to be there. And, or, or I, I like, I like that he has, 
he wants to be an adventurer. He had they they have this pull to be an adventurer, okay. and they're afraid to do it. Right? They're afraid to commit to it. They're afraid to really do it. And maybe maybe there's one adventuring group that comes through or something, and he starts this being like, so so like how do you how does your god give you powers? <laughs> like so how does <laughs> and so he's like just talking to the adventurers instead of like maybe maybe like the big bad boss. Like. Like how animated sorry. you just got to yell at your Alexa. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's because I thought you, I turned. You, you, you turned around. Time. It was like you were yelling at like a your redheaded yeah. stepchild. Yeah. You're like, God I damn like, it! I thought I turned them off. I thought I turned all the alarms <laughs> off before we started recording. Also, don't don't yell at your redheaded stepchildren. They're they're people too. <laughs> um, um. Anyways, maybe it's like you know the big bad was holding this group hostage or something. And he started interviewing them or like talking to them about the stuff. Cause it's like, he secretly wants to do it and has written out like this whole plan of what he hopes or they hope like it would be like to be something more than a minion and mm. is part of the reason they escape. Right. Cause how many times as an adventuring group, do you try and persuade the lower people to do stuff for you as well? Like in the, like if you're held captive or if like you need to use them to manipulate them to get out. Right. Like, oh, yeah. I need to get the keys or I need to do this. And so, like, they in some way like that becomes something they did that they're being punished for. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's the boot. That's the like, all right, you're done. Like, you're out of here. Like, go find them or go bring them back or something. What are, I don't know. That was a rant I had while interrupted by Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, dude. What do you think? I, I think. I think I, I like I like what you said, and I think that makes for a more interesting character. In in that, they they're trying to avoid being responsible, right? And yeah. and I think in this situation, being responsible is being a good minion, being yeah. someone that just does what the master says and just goes along with all of it, and it's just completely okay. Like and and to your point, like they want to get away from that, right? They're constantly surrounded by these people that are telling them, no, 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 it, it's fine. The master wants us to do this, this, and this. Just let's just do that like let's not try and buck the flow and blah blah, blah. and they're like mm, but i hate it like this is yeah. boring like i see all these other people like and, and i'm just trying to think why they hate it right and my, my go-to is that they see other adventuring groups coming through right and they're like oh that looks that looks fun <laughs> that looks <laughs> like they get they get to do so much cooler shit um so i'm trying to think what what do you okay so if we like that we're gonna start setting that in stone there what do we think this master could be where there are people that constantly come through or at least frequently enough to the point where it could expose this one minion to seeing what that life might be like or what the royalty okay because people got to go check in with royalty every time they enter a town it's like we must go greet the king okay to say that we're here so are they like a knight like or a a town guard of of this royalty or are they someone that works like they could be a town guard. They could fucking uh, be. They could feed the king grapes. Be a, maybe they're either they're the, they're the fanner. They hold the big fan yeah. and they wave the Ooh. king. What if since we're doing paladin? What if instead of royalty, it's like someone in a religious like Ooh. sect? Yeah. Uh, so he he sees they see adventurers praying often for safe travels yeah. and power. You know, you know, I'm just trying to think though that that kind of gets. I want it to still have a minion-like feel, though, so it's not just like, okay, I'm finally of age, and now I'm a paladin, I'm going to go out and be like a... So it's like, I want there to still be like something... When you say f- minion-like feel, do you mean like the race? You want it to be like a goblin or some mm-hmm. shit? Mm-hmm. No, I want, like so when I think of a minion, I think of someone that works as like 
like in the Batman games. You know, how you have the minions that work for all the different, like the Joker or the Penguin, like in the sure. Arkham series. Like, I want that type of feel where it's like they're actively a part of a bigger plan for a bigger thing, for a bigger person that has more power or control. Okay. Than they, and so, like, sure, the church has that to an extent, but like, I'm trying to think maybe there's some sect that could be evil. It could, I mean, it doesn't have to be evil, um, but that is trying to do something larger. And so I, I, I like that it is some sort of organized royal religious thing, right? Because they do see people and not always in a confrontational type way. And it would explain why, oh, one group of ventures came through and killed the beholder. So now all of us goblins or whatever don't know what to do because they're gone, right? That. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to think what what do we think like is a religious like cult? No, not necessarily a cult. I don't know. Do you get what I'm saying though? Is is what I'm saying making sense? Like, I'm trying to think of like what the I mean the it is. You're trying is. to you're trying to give this person to be a minion of something that's not God. You want him to be a minion of something yeah. that's real, someone that's yeah. real. Oh, and yeah. then like and, and some because I think that one, what it does is it allows for there to then be an NPC that is a big play, right? Like whatever they're they're potentially trying to do. You, you, you're you tied to that in some way. Yeah. And for whatever reason, you're not there anymore. Maybe you got sent out to do something to help with it. Or maybe you just decided to leave or get kicked out. But the people you care about are still there helping this person do this. And it's a thing that you can then, as a group, have to deal with and go figure out and explore. So, like, maybe, maybe we just try and figure out the god first. And, like, through the god, we can figure out, like, or... Let's see. What are some fun D&D gods? Fun D&D gods. I kind of like the idea that to go along the lines of, uh, while you're searching for things, to go along the lines of what I said with this character being afraid to take responsibility, maybe they have always been kind of mischievous in whatever tasks they've been given. And whenever things go wrong, they're always quickly, they're always quick to throw someone else under the bus. Yeah. And finally, like you've said a couple times, I think they might have been kicked out. It's like, you know what? You're too immature. You cause too many problems. I don't want you helping or serving me anymore. You need to go. You know, and it's like, fine, whatever. Whatever happens, happens, as the ideal says. Mm-hmm. And they don't they don't see it as a punishment. It's like, whatever, I'll just keep going with the flow, keep doing whatever. And then they um so that's why I don't I don't feel like being kicked out would be their learning experience. I think they'd still do what they do once they joined yeah. an adventuring party. Yeah, I agree, um, and and I, and I like that, and so that's what I'm trying to think again, like because depending on what we go with, right? If we're doing a god of life, what they're kicked out for from that group is much different than if we're doing a god of trickery, right? Like sure, those are very so. Like I just kind of pulled up. I think these are gods of deities of the forgotten realm, and we don't need to necessarily stick to. Oh, this is the name of this god, and this is their symbol. And this is what they do. What I'm looking at here is like we have a neutral evil god of winter, right? The goddess of winter and their their suggested domains are like a nature and or tempest-like thing and their alignment is neutral evil, right? It's like, okay, that, there's a lot we could do with that where it's like, okay, what is the, if this is the religious sect of what they're trying to do, maybe they're trying to bring on a forever winter of some sort. And Ooh. so like, that's what they're going. And so then, but then we also have like, the one that kind of popped out to me when I was rolling through these is there's a god of, a, just a neutral god of war. It's just called Tempest, the god of war. And they're just straight neutral, right? It's not necessarily evil or good. It's just th- their whole thing is constant conflict. There just needs to be constant conflict that is happening. Yeah. Because um, that, 
that could be interesting again because like then they worship war right this, this like I'm just trying to think again what is like a, a, a what is the dungeon of that right what is the church what is the establishment of that represent I mean would people who love war have like a home base they're always yeah burning shit know. down so, and... so maybe that doesn't fit there's there's also gods of knowledge we could do like a god of knowledge of some sort and maybe like Hmm. And maybe maybe we could do like the the minion like underling type thing. Is that they're like, ooh ooh. Okay. What if they there's a secret library? Stick with me. There's a secret library <laughs> that has all this hidden away knowledge that they're constantly trying to they erase it from the world and keep it in their library in some way. And so like that is the thing. And as people are coming through, they're seeking this knowledge. And when they come there, they they get it and they obtain it. And so it's like, they're, they're this neutral, right? It's like, they don't care if you're good or bad. If you come here and seek knowledge, you have to give us something for your knowledge. And we, and then in return, give you this and whatever you give us, you lose. I like that. And then you become Denzel Washington and you're blind and you have the Bible written in Braille. I, I I still don't necessarily believe that he's blind, but that's fine. Um, (laughs) You're talking about oh, what is that movie? Um, um, Book of Eli. Yeah. Yep. That pull though. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no. So funny enough for me, what I'm actually pulling from is Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh. There's a really that. ooh, there's a really cool episode that they come back to actually in in, in Legend of Katora. Legend of Korra. Uh, Legend of Korra. Why does it Katora? What is Katora? Huh. No. There's there's a library that exists with this owl-like god of knowledge that doesn't allow people in and in in order for them to enter they have to give the god something that appeases them and the knowledge they take has to be used in a neutral fashion or something like that so it's like yeah so it's essentially like making something like that and this being the organization and there could be a high cleric or someone there so whatever your god god of knowledge or neutral knowledge not neutral not in your neutral good knowledge but like, yeah. So it's essentially like a library that that is like this hidden away temple or place, and their their family still lives there and works there. Maybe they were. I think they were born there. They were born at this place. This is what they were raised to do. This is all they've ever done. And they probably even grew up reading these books, right, and doing these things and learning about all these adventures throughout all of time. Yeah, I'm excited now. This is cool. I can tell. <laughs> I can tell. Um, um, so then, what they do to get kicked out? If we're are we doing that? Is that something yes. we're sticking with? Yep. Um, they broke the rules. They they, the rules. they did something like they, they let they, some they let, they, they let someone in for uh, copper. I'll ooh. give you copper for knowledge. All right, whatever. Fuck it. Maybe. <laughs> um. No, I think I think it's so. I think it is something that in exchange, like maybe they let them take something. They let someone take some. Yes, they let someone take something away, and the only way they can get back in is to find it. So they have okay. to go after the adventuring group. And so like one of their long, long goals is to eventually find whatever this thing is that they, because the whole thing is they can read the knowledge. You can, you can obtain it and you can take it in, but they were single-handedly responsible for someone removing something from this library. Some okay. part of lost knowledge that was taken away from the world was then taken back. <laughs> and so okay. whatever you tried to, he tried to blame his buddy. Like I was watching the dude and then I, like, I turned around and all of a sudden they were gone. And this person said they were going to watch it. And they were like, yeah, right. We know your games. What the fuck, get out. Yeah, sure. Tired of you blaming people. Mm-hmm. Like, go find it. If you want to come back, like you, you are excommunicated. The only way you are allowed Ooh. back is if you find what this is and if you can bring it back and, and again, remove it from the world. And so this is their first time going out 
into all of the world to do stuff. And so you know what's fun with this? What we can do is, again, pulling from uh, Airbender, it, within within the library, there's a bunch of, I think they're dogs or wolves are the librarians. <laughs> so they just walk around. So like we can go with like an exotic race or something that's a little like they're only here. They're only like seen as like this thing. So like it doesn't have to be a kobold or a goblin. We can go with like... I can see your pupils dilating. I'm so excited. I want to play this character already now. Um, I'm glad we found it. We found the hook. Um, let me find some fun races. Tabaxi furries. Ooh, Tabaxi could be cool. That could I was be that thinking lion dude. I, so exactly, that's what I was thinking. The, the lion, Lionel or Leon, Leonan. This is just a little cub. Uh, races. Here we go. But all oh, no, the one I think that's the five k, ten k, Iron Man. What? Marathon. Oh, oh I'm sorry. There you go. Thank you. Yes, I appreciate it. It was a good, good, good jape or joke. <laughs> um, you know what I think? I think he's a satyr. Why? Because what? Cause... That's, that's dope. Imagine a library full of satyrs that are just the librarians that live there. And then like the, the, the god of knowledge is in some like, I mean, it doesn't really matter. But like they, they, this is where they're from. This is like, this is the only place they've ever been. So they are seen as... Um, rare things. Satyrs uh, are a fusion humanoid civilization with the freedom of wild beasts. Ooh, so I don't know. I guess it's wild beasts. That makes it a little... Hmm. Are they too, like, fun-loving, so wild? Yeah, this, this description here is short and brief. It says, Satyrs have a well-earned reputation for their good spirits, gre- gregarious personalities, and love of revels. Most satyrs are driven by two simple desires: to see the world and to sample its every pleasure. Boo! They might. I mean, just because that's what it says doesn't I mean it's what this character has to be. But the yeah. preconceived notion for a satyr is, yeah, that they're kind of going to be uh, very, yeah, like like childish. Like I, you know how? Do you remember when we were listening to those people who played our characters in a one shot? How yeah. that one female was playing, I think, Dro, like very kind of like, ooh, this is cool. Ooh, this is cool. I think that's how a satyr would be. You know, yeah. it's like, ooh, what's this? Picks it up, drinks it. Ooh, what's this? Does this. I don't think that was, you know, that was the Genasi. That was the, the air Genasi. Oh, the Genasi. Yeah, 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 you're right. Um, okay. All right. Um, there's Warforged. They're essentially like mechanical people. Oh are God. made from wood and metal, but they can feel pain and emotion. Built as weapons. Oh, it's not. It's not a weapon. Why, well, dude? A library full of Leonins is pretty dope. But read the same thing with Leonins. The, the the they're nomadic. What's that mean? Roaming. Oh, they they roam, so they don't necessarily. That's right. Which nomads. I mean, I guess it could it could be a, a roaming library of some sort. Um. Now let's see what else we got. It, it could, could be a, be a library bulk. full of minotaurs. <laughs> that would just—that's literally a bowl in a china shop, <laughs> like scenario. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious, though. Imagine walking into a library full of peaceful minotaurs, flipping through books, <laughs> regulating the noise level, keeping the uh, shushing people. Shh. Yeah, yeah. Be hilarious. Um, I mean, you're not wrong. That could could be interesting but it could be a fur bulg as well it could be like out in the nature and out in the wild they they are they 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 they're not as nomadic they're they're more um 
at least from and again this is where we can put our own twist and, and like to your point like it can be any way to really do it i mean because maybe the thing with this like i think i'm gonna go back to the seder because I, li- I like the idea of him being a seder and what we can say is essentially the satyrs like the, the they satiate all of their wild desires through reading through the the like the exploration of actually like experiencing this information so and yeah so in your world these satyrs are too big a pussies to go out into the world they just read about it yes so 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 they still have all of the curiosity all of the the wanting to be um a part of the world and all of that but like maybe they like it's somewhere in their history or something they were taken advantage of so this became their safe haven and they're able to experience the world through the knowledge that is traded away here, right? Yeah, so or maybe like, their maybe their genetic code has evolved them to be afraid to go out because um, they're almost extinct. Yeah, yeah. In Ooh. this in this Ooh. world, since they're almost extinct, the knowledge of them is once was once traded. So they that's why they're here. Like they came here, and in order for safe haven here, like they're they're part of this library. They're essentially a part of the library because so few of them actually exist anymore. So like they're actually a, a, a part of the knowledge, like where the fact that their, their species still exists. Does that make mm, sense? It does. So people stumble upon this library and they're like, holy fuck, satyrs are here. I've only ever heard about them. Kind of or, thing. They, or they have it, depending on how the library works. What I was thinking is once the knowledge is traded away here, the knowledge is lost from the world. Oh, okay, okay. Right. Or, I mean, I don't know. You could play. I think that I think that's up to the DM, up to the god, up to how you want this world to work. I think the main thing is just that knowledge is traded here. Um, because they're, they're willing to go the great... Is this what you read already? They're willing to go to any length to achieve their desires, giving little thought to the consequences of their action, and often roped other creatures into participating in debauchery. So, like, that's that's what I want this character to be, though. Right? As this person's like, I just want to, I just want to go out. Like, I'm so, oh, I hate this. Like, I hate being in this library and being trapped in this area where we are. <laughs> so, like, yeah. okay, cool. So we we got him. So he's a satyr. Um, the pluses satyrs get are plus two to charisma and one to dex. Mm-hmm. So. That's nice, because Charisma gets bumped up even more now, which is a big thing. Oh, shit. Sorry, I know you have a special way you like doing this. Uh, What do we do? Plus two, which equals 17. I know it sounds like I'm doing simple math, everyone at home, but it's not that it's simple math. It's that I'm having to type. Why are we? Okay, we're both doing the same thing. I'm not doing anything. You're doing all of that. I put my (laughs) cursor there and didn't push a button, and you freaked out. (laughs) Use Google Docs, they said. It'll be easy, they said. <laughs> Why are my hands doing what I told them to do? Stop it. <laughs> Nathan, what are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> you put your cursor there, so I assumed you were. <laughs> I'm going to do that some more. So, you know what? Once we start Twitch streaming, we need to have this up as well. We need to have our doc up <laughs> on the screen. So we have the two of us and then our doc so we, people can watch us bicker over who's doing what in that shit. Um, okay, plus one. Makes that 13, which still keeps the decks at a plus one. All right, cool. So it doesn't make them too broken. Makes them super charismatic. Do satyrs get anything else for being a playable character? Um, ooh, satyrs are sometimes utilized as messengers or agents of other gods. That's interesting. So he could, yeah, 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 that, that's fine. Uh, society, due to their, I do not know that, hedisonic, hedisonic nature? Hidi, hideosic. What is this word? Where are you? 
Uh, I'm in a thing that I haven't put anywhere, so I'm going to put it right here. Where's your... What's this word? Hedonist? Oh, wait, no, no I missed... Like, it sounds like where hang I on. go to get my teeth cleaned. Hang on, hang on. I, I missed part of the word. I copied and pasted it, missing two letters. Oh, my God. <laughs> I am good at interwebbing. He, I think it's hedonistic, hedonistic. Hedonistic. That sounds like a word. Okay. So due to their hedonistic nature, satyrs were known to frequently join in the celebration of holidays, regardless of what they were for. Satyrs in elven woods were known to believe that it was lucky to see a dragon when it was raining. Obviously. It it is hedonistic, by the way. I was right. Cool. Proud of you. Um, Ooh, so what could be fun is this could even be a library in the Feylands, right? Or in the Feywild of some sort. So he has to venture out beyond the fate. Like I think I think where it exists we leave up to the DM and their world and whatever the god is and all of that. Like the main thing is just you have this library. Um cool. And his family is still there. So his family does exist. He left the, the dungeon in this scenario is this library. Like I think it's in order to get to this library there are traps, there are things you have to go through and you know some sort of uh life-threatening measures. Um all right, cool. What else do we need for this sheet? The organization is Library of Knowledge. Um, ooh, what languages? So satyrs get some languages. I'm trying to find... This is the really exciting part of the podcast where we make sure our character sheet's nice and neat before we move on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because I want everyone to know that the cleanliness of this sheet dictates how easy it is we can make this information into a character sheet. So it's really important that it's 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 all organized. (laughs) This is how the sausage gets made. Even if you don't eat it. Here is how it happens. And instead um, of being silent so we can edit out silent noise, we try to fill in the space with our voices as we type and clatter and yep, really make yep. really great content for you guys. Which is which is why it sounds like that we're just rambling about bullshit because we're just trying to type whilst also talk about something else. Yeah. yeah. But what I will say is here, I found uh, the base height and weight for them. So I think I'm going to roll on it because this is a fun... So it's 4D... So the, their, their base height is 4 foot 6 and then you can add two d eight to like to it in inches. I'm assuming so four six is you know not crazy tall, but not quite like super short. It's it's a Ooh. little person. And then I got uh, uh, ten inches to add to that, so that makes them five four. So five four. Yeah, sure. But for I'm assuming for a cedar, is kind of tall. Alignment size. Oh no, it says they're usually around five feet in height, so it's not it's not not too tall. Also, the thing I was thinking is this could be a. Do we want this to be a person to be a girl? This could be a female satyr. I don't know. Doesn't matter to me to be honest, but it never really does. But well, sometimes it does. Sometimes I want to make a bad <laughs> a badass like male warrior, but <laughs> that's because um, I want to be a badass warrior. <laughs> maybe I'll think on it because I think I think that could still work. Um, the weight modifier is one hundred and thirty pounds times. 2d4 so times six wait no it's not times six 130 times six that sounds like it'd be way too heavy that'd be 600 yeah it'd be over a thousand pounds wouldn't it i don't think this is correct 
Because it says their base weight is 170. If I rolled 2d4, it's a 4 and a 2. So that's 6. Yeah, that'd be 700 and some odd pounds. That's okay. I don't like this. For a satyr? Yeah. Are you sure like that's a, correct? It's more like a boulder. That's what it says. It has an X. 2d4. Sure it's not a plus? I don't really believe you. I don't I don't know how to... Here. Here's, here's the... Here. Fine. I'm copying and pasting this for our audio format so that you can just believe me. I feel, like you're, it, you're, I feel like you're head sideways and you think it's an X. Click on it and go to the bottom. That's the link. Granted, this is a wiki site that is completely made up and I don't know why I'm giving it any sort of... Like, this, this is, is it. <laughs> this is it how is it has to a, be. Uh, I will confirm that it's an X. So how would you... But, uh, I don't think that makes sense. We're just going to say they weigh... A 5'4 person is going to weigh... If, if that person weighs more than 130 pounds, yeah, I'm or maybe like 160 pounds, they're going to be huge. Yeah, I'm going to say they, they they weigh 150. Yeah. I was going to say like 115. But, but okay, when I'm looking at size, up here in Seder traits above that, Seders are usually around 5 feet in height and weigh around 170 pounds. They have they have goat legs. They have goat... Like, they are... Like thick at the I guess, bottom. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. It's fine. One fifty. Whatever. Hundred and fifty. Who the fuck gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> this made-up character has to be accurate. <laughs> um, the other thing I was so up here in the satyr traits as well. We put in the charisma, put in the dex. Uh, satyrs reach adulthood at age fifty and live to be about five hundred. So these things can, like, they they could be librarians in this in this place for quite some time. Um, satyrs tend to have chaotic alignments. Uh, most are good, if not neutral. Um, da, 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 da. However, evil satyrs do exist, taking what they want from others to feed <gasps> their insatiable appetite for pleasure. Um, speed, 30, yep, fey ancestry, you have advantage on saving throws of being charmed, and you can't be put to sleep magically. That's cool. Pipes. I'm sorry, what? You can use all pan pipes. Here's our musical instrument for this character. No. Um, <laughs> that you begin to play with uh, as an art. Wait, you can use it as a, a, a focus for your spells. And you also know Vicious Mockery off already. Um, and when you reach third third level, you can cast Entangle as a trait. Starting at fifth level, you can cast Suggestion. Uh, you can cast a spell with this trait. Uh, you can't do it again until you finish a long rest. Okay, so essentially you get these spells at, at certain levels as you level up. You can only use once per day. Um, exotic body. Normal, normal articles don't fit you. Uh, and your people do not clothe or armor themselves. Any garments you wish to wear must be custom made with a material cost equal to the base item plus 50. Oh, okay, so it's just more expensive to custom it. That seems like it's a DM thing. That's whatever. Do you... Uh, your persuasion and persuasion, cool. Drunken uh, foolery. You're proficient. You're proficient. You're proficient in persuasion. There's that's a tongue twister esque. You're thing. proficient in persuasion. You're proficient in persuasion. You're proficient in persuasion. If you don't mumble like a Midwesterner, it's not that hard to say. Oi. Oh wait, no. Oh. 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 <laughs> um okay, last thing I'll read here. Drunken foolery. You I don't even know where the fuck you are. In the same link I sent you. That link sucks. I deleted it. <laughs> I think it's the end of the podcast, guys. This is this is this is it. This is this has been us. Thank you for coming uh, to character <laughs> development. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a deep cut for people to listen to episode one and two. Um, 
Anyways, you have advantage on saving throws against anything you ingest. What? Checks the look. Yeah. In addition, you can dance and sing or play music without experiencing exhaustion. Good to know. Um, okay, here's the main thing I wanted was languages. Common and Sylvan. All so, of that to get to languages? All of the rest was fun, you know? You it's couldn't never, see the bold words that said fucking languages to find the you thing know, you wanted? It's, it's never about the destination. Right? <sighs> no. It's always, it's always about the languages you make along the way. Not in this format. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, cool. I'm going to say there's 65. Sh- oh, no. Shifty-five. <laughs> <laughs> they just became an adult. I mean, it makes sense they just became an adult, actually. Yeah, they, they just matured. Um, I think their great-grandparents still live there. They're still librarians there. Um, they all worship the god of knowledge, whatever god that is in your world. Um, You're not going to be cool. happy about this, but they're definitely chaotic neutral. I know yeah. a lot of our characters are, but this one definitely well, is. Well, no, a lot of our characters are usually chaotic neutral or Fuck. What the god? I just broke myself. <laughs> yep, thank you for validating my statement. What's what's weird is in my head that's not what I was trying to say. It's just what came out. Because your, ca- your subconscious knows I'm right. I meant to say either chaotic good or neutral good. Nope. And then it came out as chaotic neutral. Um <laughs> Wow, that was weird. I felt like I was out of my body there for a second. <laughs> um, th- but yes, they are definitely chaotic neutral. Um, I think a lot of the the satyrs that live... I mean, and maybe there's other races there. See, that could be the thing that's fun is like for the DM. What I would... Going into the DM notes uh, even more, what I would say is figure out what else exists in this library. What other type of like maybe exotic... I mean, there could even be elves that are just there, right? Just normal elves or half elves like that work there, that worship this god, that found this place, made a pilgrimage of some sort, and now are a part of this society. Um, or not society, but this library slash temple. Um, and I think, too, it could be interesting if this god of knowledge is one that's well-known, right? And it's like, ooh, they're very well-known, but this library is, you know, hidden away. But Or maybe it's a god of knowledge that isn't well-known. Maybe they're, they're, they're somebody that adventurers seek out only in very extreme circumstances. Um, so yeah, I think, I think that's it. The only other thing I think we, we need to figure out is like names, right? Uh, diddly dumb. Ooh, and then their brother, diddly do. Didgeridoo. Oh, I did. I mean, I mean, no. I don't, <laughs> with that. Um, I don't think we've made enough female characters. I either want this to be a female and or a they them. Or somebody that doesn't like it's not important to them. Like it's never been like like they, they don't identify as, as any any gender. But no, I think let's make it female. Let's make it a female. Um Glixia. I'm looking at lists of female satyr names here. We got stuff like Nibia. Dawn, Hibby, <laughs> May I like May, Pem, uh Vassy. Let's go with Vasellope. What? Vasellope. What about Suzuzi? No. What about Shijia? I need to spell this out. Vasellope. That's not even off a list. You're making it up. I took combined sounds. Well, that's why it's dumb. You don't like Vasellope? Nope. I'm trying to think what the nickname is. Vasellope. 
because she doesn't go by her full name. She hates it. Pelopee. Um, v. Vass. Presvati. Paula. Why the fuck would Paula? I'm on this goddamn. <laughs> I'm on this random name generator for satyrs and fawns, and Paula shows up. You don't like the name Paula? You don't think it's as exotic? My God. Vesalope uh, Sturbright. So her full name is Vesalope Sturbright, but she goes by Va. Is that her given name by the library? I'm a punch you. <laughs> her family lives there. They're the Sturbrights. And her name is Vesalope Sturbright. And I spelled stir wrong. I spelled sit right. How'd you spell this garbage? Vesalope. It'd be cooler if you made an E that had like two dots above it to signify a long E instead of two Ooh, E's. An umlau? Yeah. Is that an umlau? Did I use that right? Ah, oh, God! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know what I was trying to do? <laughs> no. You know how on uh, on your phone, oh, iPhones, if you, oh if my you God. hold down the letter, it'll apparently not how it works on keyboards. Your keyboard's so. not an iPhone. That's correct. Wow, we're learning all sorts of stuff today. Not even close to an Apple product. You're on a fucking <laughs> Windows computer. <laughs> You're on a Windows computer. Um, so her name is Vasellope Sturbright, and yes, there's an umlau over her over the e in her name. Um, because what Penelope goes by what? What's a nickname for Penelope? I don't know. Pen. Elope. Elope. Ella. Ella. A. A. Uh. Vasilope. That's how you spell umlau. Sorry, I'm helping us do more important things right now. <laughs> Her. She goes by Vass. Ooh, where is it? Where is it? Vass. The, Vass. Vasilope Vass. She goes by V-A-S, Vass. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. I like this. Stupid. I like Vasilope. I like Vass. Also, I want to say Vassar. What is Vassar? Vassar is something. It's a college, isn't it? I don't know, dude. Vassar that- sounds like Vat. Vassar is a college. Yep, Vassar College. throw you in a... The vat of garbage. Vass. Vass. Vat. A-S. Vass. 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 Vasilope Vass. My name is Vass. I go by Vass. All right. We got Vass Sturbright. I like this. This is dope. I think we're good. I think we did it. We found a very... I'm excited. We have a female paladin character that is a, a satyr. Yes. Queen. I love this. I'm excited. And I would love to... Okay. I'm, I want to get into the role playing now. Are we done? I'm happy what else you're do we excited. Need? What else do we need? Um, I'm trying to think of something to delay you from what you Ooh, want. You, you're right. We do have something else. We need a subclass. Oh, we need a subclass. We don't need it, but I already know the one I want to go with because I think there's an oath of knowledge. So, <laughs> oath of oh, there's not oath of devotion, oath of glory, oath of redemption, oath of vengeance, oath of the watchers. Maybe the oath of the watchers. Maybe you're an oath, oath breaker because you've been excommunicated. Could be. That could be interesting. The Oath of the Watchers binds paladins to protect more mortal realms from the predators of extraplanet. Nope. Um, Oath of the Ancients. That might be a good one. Oath of the Ancients is the old 
It's as old as the race of elves and the rituals of druids, sometimes called the Fey Knights. Yep, I think it's Oath of the Ancients. Um, struggle against darkness because they love the beautiful... Because they love the beautiful and life-giving things to the world, not necessarily because they believe in principle or honor, courage, and justice. They adorn their armor with cloth and imageries of growing things, leaves, antlers, flowers. Refl okay, so they're very nature-based. I think this works. Do they give, like, gods that this usually works for? Um, so here are the tenets of Oath of the Ancients. Kindle the light through your acts of mercy, kindness, and forgiveness. Kindle the light and hope in the world, beating back despair. Shelter the light uh, where there is good, beauty, love, and laughter in the world. Stand against the wickedness that would swallow it. Um, preserve your own light. The light and song and laughter and beauty and art. If you allow the light to die in your own heart, you can't preserve it in the world. Be the light. Be a glorious beacon for all who live in despair. Yeah, I think it's Oath of the Ancients. I'm trying to see just if there's like alignments with this. I think Chaotic Neutral works with this. Oath of the Anxious. Ancients. I'm sorry. I'm just... Not oh, I I think I have the oath of the anxious. That is just a normal me in real life thing. <laughs> um, oh, they get ensnaring strike. They get speak with animals. Yeah, nature's wrath. Ooh, what is this to invoke? Who cares? Ensnare a foe. I'm I'm excited. I want to play this. I need to find a new character to play. Well, this is not how Jake discovers. This is not Jake discovers who they're playing podcast. Oh, uh, they're oath of the ancient. We're fine. We did it. <laughs> you happy? Are you ready Nathan for the next? Nathan, it's cranky at the hour twenty mark. Time to move this <laughs> along. <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, I think we're good. We got we got Vass, got it all figured out. She's a satyr. She excommunicated from a library because she let someone leave with something that she needs to either now go find, um, or just be yep. fine being out in the world. She doesn't like taking responsibility for shit she's done. She's more of a planner than a doer. Um, she just believes in whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And her family and loved ones are still back uh, at the library. At the library. The library. The library. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Cool. Right, it cool. is cool. I approve. Let's do this. Let's get into some playing of roles. We find ourselves in the realm of Podcastria, specifically outside the doors of the CD Tavern, where comings and goings of all kinds take place. Mostly consists of people coming and people going. Those are the kinds of comings and goings that happen quite often at the CD Tavern. People come and people go. No one stays. Where do they go? No one knows. However, inside, it's a modest tavern. They've had some recent renovations, if I remember, from last week's talk. <laughs> and, uh, it's, you know what? It's evening time, and it's a Friday night, and there's music, high energy. People are just having a, a great time, you know. It only took them 14 days to flatten the curve, and they're super excited about it. On the year anniversary of that 14 days. Um, you're distracting me now. <laughs> Stop it. Um, but no, it's, it's a Friday night. 
people getting off of work, you know, the the labor men that work late, they've had enough time to go home and clean themselves off, and they're, they're there drinking, having a good time, hanging out with their families, the boys, you know, whatever the case may be. Girls' night out, there's a bachelorette party in the corner, there's a st- uh, string band playing music that you can't help but tap your feet to and nod your body to. Um, and it's just, it's a looks like a lively place. You can't walk in here and be down. You'll be lifted, maybe literally, by the drunk orc over there who's getting a little too handsy. You might get kicked out soon. Anyway, everyone's working tonight. Full, all hands on deck. They had to call Louie in at his house. He's real pissed about it. Um, he's not want to be there, but they, Taryn said he'll give him like 200 bucks, 200, like 200 golds to come on in. So he's there. Um, but everyone else is on deck. Bar's there. Mary's there. Terrence, Barry, whole motley crew, baby. King Caboodle. And uh, and someone out in the street is drawn to this music. The energy just pulling her forward as she walks through the doors of the CD tavern and sees what is taking place. How does she respond? Uh, the doors open. And in walks Vass, a satyr, with, we didn't really go into it, but I'm going to do it here. She has darker-hued skin that is, like, slightly has, like, a red-pinkish aura to it. And her her goat legs are are brown with fur that kind of have, like, a a gradient that go to almost like a pink, um, kind of, at the bottom. And she has white hair. That, again, kind of in a similar gradient fashion, goes out to like a red, kind of almost like, thinking like a a maroon, kind of darker red. So it's it's very interesting. And then she has horns as well that come up through the hair that are similar, similarly brown to her fur. And she has very, very big Zoe Deschanel-esque eyes (laughs) that uh, are also a, a hue, a light hue of like pink to them. Um, and she has jewelry on made out of pretty flowers and uh, nice looking like sticks and twigs. Not just like anything that was picked up, but like very colorful looking like lively uh, branches. And then she also has like a, a necklace with a few crystals on it. And she does have some some armor about her that looks very custom made, but is also from wood and is very earth and leather leather made. Um and she just kind of opens the door and kind of looks around and just is awestruck by seeing so many people in, in, in one spot and just kind of amazed and, and just sees people walking up to the bar and away to it. And so, like, she assumes that's that's where, okay, I, I go there. And so she walks over to the bar and kind of, like, s- s- looks up over the counter uh, beyond it and just seeing what who, who's there and who, who'd interact with. Just, hello, hello, hello. Um, a very proper-looking half-elf approaches you and says, "What do you want?" Oh, uh, well, I, 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 I couldn't help but notice how I don't have time for you, uh, Mary. What? Help this one. Oh, and I'm sorry. And Lou okay. walks away because you didn't know instantly what you wanted, and you have time for your bullshit. So oh, uh, right. Mary comes up, a little flabbergasted, and goes, "Oh God, Louie, oh, uh, how can I help you?" Huh? Oh, hello, hello. Uh, I, I don't. What, what is going on here? What, what is all this about? 
it's just a Friday night. So it's not a little more oh. busier than normal. I guess someone's getting married over there in the corner, but this is just a... Matrimony. That's so exciting. I believe th- this is a, a tavern, yes? Uh, yeah, can I get something to drink? Do you want something to drink? Yes, I No, 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 just uh, uh, w- w- whatever that is. And she just points down uh, to her right where there's a guy sitting there with two glasses of ale. Um, uh, th- that, that looks uh, rather refreshing. Uh, I think I'll, I'll have that. Uh, sure. Do you just want one, or do you want to get two? Because it might be a little while before we get back to you. It's kind of oh, 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 no, no, no. One, one. I think one will be more than enough. Uh, is there also uh, a food? I see someone uh, eating over there. I've been I had a very long day. Yeah, we have a limited menu. Here's the menu. It's got a couple items. You can do fish and chips. You can do oh, uh, oh, um, okay. just some fries. You can do a, a, a uh, th- three layered nacho. Ah, uh, uh, fish. Fish sounds good. I have some fish, fish please. Fish, fish and, and ale. Yes. 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 Okay. All right. Bar. <laughs> One ale here. Oh wow. Okay, that'll be right up, and then the food will be up right up as well. And uh, oh. if you need anything, my name's Mary. Just let me know. Mary, that's a beautiful name, Mary. All right. Yep. Uh, are, are you? Can you? Are you gone? Yep. Mary. So Mary walk, Mary walks away, and oh. Bar comes up and goes, "Oh, here's your um, here's your ale." Oh, well, thank you. Oh, what's your name? Bar. First name oh. Bar. Last name Tender. That's curious. That's a very curious name. I, I don't know if I've ever heard something like that. What's uh, your name? Oh, my name's Vass. Vass? Yes, Vaseline. Vass Oh, no, no, no. Uh, uh, it's, uh, my name's Vass Sturbright. First name Vass Stur, last name Bright? Nope, nope. First name Vass, last name Sturbright. Huh, that's weird. Well, uh, oh, I don't, I don't think so. I, I mean, that's my family's, you know. Uh, I don't What's know. a Sturbright? That's what I, that's I am. It's, it's uh, my family name. It's the. Yeah, but what do you do? Oh, to be a well. Sturbright, like I'm, first name Bar, last name Tender, Is that... because that's what I am, and that's everything, oh. I am. So I'm confused as to what a Sturbright would be. Do you stir, the brightness? Oh, I guess you could say in a way. Yes, uh, I, I, I'm part of what what my family and I do is keep brightness alive, and, and that, and, and through knowledge and and, and and educating people. So I guess you could say, almost in a way, yes, we do try to stir as much brightness uh, into the world as possible. I've never so thought give, of it like that. So you give us the sun. Um, no, that's more like a Melora type thing. I don't know what you just said. Oh, she's a god. She's a goddess. She's the, the goddess of nature and and all of the the wilderness and all of that. Um, we're we're more um, <laughs> focused on learned and and education and and the growth of of knowledge, not necessarily uh, life itself in nature through the, the sun. Uh, Melora seems like one of those people or goddesses that that affects everything in a way. It all comes down from her, and the sun is 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 probably one of her greatest gifts. That sounds dumb. <laughs> oh, I, I assure you, Mister Tender, it is not. It's uh, what, 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 how do? Is everyone here like that, or is that? Huh? Now I guess I need to ponder. What about Mary? What is her last name? What does she do? Is she Mary know. Tender? Because she tends to people. No, her dad's like a smithy or something. So, I think her last name's Smith, which makes sense to me. But uh. Oh. 
I, I'm I the only one here that you know that makes any sense. You know, I've been I I can take on many names. I've been uh, first name Advent, last name Turer before. Oh, that was a, that was fun. But my true calling is first name Bar, last name Tender. It's where I feel, you know, I uh, excel the best. I think I understand now. So it is more not necessarily the way of the world here. It's more a personal thing to you, Mister. It's a personal thing to a lot of people. There's a whole clan of us off to the west. Oh. If really? I remember my directions correctly, could have been east. After review. Wow, I is that I don't know if I've ever been. I I I have to. I have to admit I I've never. This is well. This is the first real large city that I that I've I've come across in 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 my recent um, adventure. I guess or or, or leaving uh, of going out in, into the world. Uh, I I might want to have to check out. Uh, this place where you say that you're from, it sounds intriguing, a full place made of people that they are what they do, and that is, that is so in- intriguing. I-, I think for me, that that would be very different from where, where I'm from. Where I'm from is, is not so much what you do, it's more what you know. So, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a name, because if you go to this place, you need a, you need a name that's not Sure, confusing sure. and dumb like Sturbright. Okay. Um, so I'm going to give you uh, and he kind of puts his hand out and like he's real close to your face a couple inches yeah. oh, and just she, does a she, small she, she, she backs up a little bit <laughs> small circular movement around your face and goes first name Re, last name Searcher. I'm going to call you I'm going to call you Re. Um, Re, okay. Um, I would appreciate it if you didn't but uh, that is interesting. That is very, uh, it's definitely, I, I guess I'm not really researching. I, actually, I think a more, more proper thing of what I'm actually trying to do is I'm trying to find something uh, that was, uh, well, taken from our library. So I don't know, maybe, maybe more of a, uh, trying to think of the correct. I've got word. it. Like, sca- not scavenger. But First name Re, last name Trever. Ooh, yes. That is that is more more close, but uh, I do implore you, please. Uh, it is vast. My my name is is still vast. It's okay, Re. Okay, no, no. Um, thank thank you for the for the ale. Uh, I'm curious. You said you you used to be uh, an adventurer. Do you are there a lot of groups that come through here still? Uh, that, that, oh yeah, just... loads of them. Okay. Do you, do you see them, or is there someone? Uh, potentially, I might be uh, able to talk to who is first name Knowledge and last name Ubble. What? I'm asking if. Is I don't anyone? think you understand. <laughs> I I I am I I will admit I I am struggling to fully grasp how you. Uh, as as a whole work within society. Uh, that's why I'm trying to say. It. I, all, of I have you, he, all of a sudden, you, you get cut off and you hear, Bar? Three hails down here. Uh, I gotta go tent. Oh. And he okay. leaves. And as he leaves... Oh, um, she, she picks up the ale and just kind of sips it gently a little bit. Like, not even a second after he leaves, Louie comes up and goes, Here's your fish and chips. And kind of drops it right in front of you. And some of your chips, like, fall onto the bar. Oh. And then he just scurries away. And then right as he leaves, Mary comes back. It's like a rotation <laughs> that these people are just... Running in circles, and Mary's like, "All right, I got your fish and chips. Um, anything else I can do for you?" 
Sorry, uh, Bar. I noticed Bar took a lot of your time, and I apologize. Oh, no, 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 no. He's have difficult to deal with. He's interesting. He's very. I've never met someone quite like that who has um such commitment. I guess to what they do. It's. I, I, I'm just curious. That's not how everyone here is, right? I'm, I, I just. I happened upon the town, and this was the first place right by the entrance that looks so hustling and bustling. No, Bar's community, uh, if you want to call them that, is not. No, off to the west. They got. They got their own. Oh. thing going on. Interesting. Uh, well, uh, well I, I see that you're very busy and I won't take too much of your time. I'm just curious. I'm looking for a group uh, of adventurers that might have potentially come through this way. I don't really uh, know. How long ago? Oh, well, I, I haven't seen them uh, at this point in almost uh, a month and a half. Two, two, two months in my time. Um, and that, that would have been well, south of here. Uh, off off by the, the well, the, the, the Darkwood Forest. So I don't know. It took me. So it's been about, about two months since you've seen any any uh, anything distinguishable about them. Any marks? Oh any... yes, 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 yes. Uh, well, with within within the group um, themselves, there was, if 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 I do say so myself, a, a rather handsome tiefling um, of some sort with with very very pale blue skin. Okay, handsome, pale, yeah, weird. Yes. Okay, yes. next. He he he, he carried. <laughs> and she pulls out this little like pan flute of a sort. It's like, uh, it, it looked, it was a flute like this, but um, it was more brass, and 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 it, it was so in, 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 enticing and entrancing. I mean, and it wasn't just him. Uh, I think there was a few others uh, as well. There was a halfling uh, with them uh, that, uh, also a human. <sighs> Would they have been talking about? Would they have been talking about anything specific? Do you know oh, where they might well, have been going or what they might be trying well, to accomplish? Well, well, yes. When, uh, when, when they, when I came across them, well, uh, when they came to visit uh, me, uh, I, I guess uh, they, they, they were specifically seeking out some sort of ritual done by blood cults of of, of a oh. sort and and symbols. Yeah, has that been a thing around here? Has there been uh, animals or or young? Or offspring of some sort going missing. We, we try to keep our blood cults to a minimum here in the city oh, tavern. Oh, yeah, yes. Uh, I, I know. Of, of course, of course. They, 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 they themselves weren't a, a, a blood cult. This is what they, they, they told me that they, they were looking for information and, and relics of, of of specific blood cults that had already passed in, in knowledge about their rituals. And well, there was a symbol uh, of of theirs. That, that that they were looking for a specific one, and and well, we had some. We we had a few, and uh, they may have they 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 took some of of them. They they took some of the relics, and these are these articles now. Uh, I need to find them, and and bring them back. And so I so just, so so pale tiefling that you claimed yes. was handsome, very handsome. a halfling, a human. Yeah. There was a brass pan flute involved, and yes. some stolen relics. Yes. And there might have been more. That was just the ones that came in into the library that that we saw. Um, nothing rings a bell. I apologize. Well, that's very unfortunate. And I, uh, well, uh, she just takes another sip of the ale. And says, well, this is good. This is good ale. Um, but it's very unfortunate for me. Uh, people people like this though, they they come through here quite frequently. Yes. As you ask that question, Louis approaches. 
and says, Who are you? Oh, yes. Bumps sorry, right next to Mary and Louie are both standing there, and Louie asks you who you are. She she puts her hand out. Oh, yes, sorry. Uh, I'm Vass Sturbright. I apologize uh, for, for not making introductions. You've just come and go so frequently. I know this is Mary, and uh, you are? My name is Louis. Louis? Nice and is- I do not like when people come around here talking about the things in which you talk about. What is that? A library? The blood cults and oh. sacrificing and oh, stealing yes. animals. It's very of cruel. I, just, I, I, I talk about it not in the sense of wanting to do it myself, but simply in that it's the information and knowledge that I uh, You're trying to catch have. up to your group? They abandon you because you talk too much? Is that what's oh. happening? <laughs> no, I... Oh, man. I, I, a group? That sounds... That sounds lovely. No, I don't... Because I don't there were people a... here about a month ago bragging about some stuff that they took and that they're going the northeast woods oh to... oh, oh, oh she 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 reaches into her leather leather bag to her side and starts pulling out like rummaging through stuff and you see her pull out a quill and a pen and she kind of clears the the drink off the counter and starts writing oh yes okay no no keep 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 going that's all where i heard they, northeast they, to the northeast woods north, deep into northeast, the forest northeast woods okay so uh up but by... that was like a month ago they might be about halfway there now. She, you see her kind of look up, and she's like trying to figure out in her head, like north, northeast, and am podcast. So if we head over that, that is, so so towards the, the the breach the breach woods the breachwood mountains. Oui. That, that that okay in that direction. And so if they were here a month, well, th- thank you, thank you, Louis. Uh, this this is very. Very great, and you see her kind of flipping through her pages, and then she flips to one. It's like, so did, did you by any chance see see this symbol? And so she pulls uh, up uh, in her notebook uh, a circle that is then filled in with what looks to be like some sort of hooked fork that has like what looks like drippings of some sort, like like it's not colored, but it's like water droplets that are kind of like coming off it in, in some way that is in the middle of the circle. Did they, did they have anything along these lines? Listen, I did not see anything that looked like that. People that are stupid tend to just speak loudly, so I heard most of what they had to say, but oh. they were not dumb enough to brandish whatever words that they took. No no medallions of, of any sort? Not that I noticed. All right. I was right. the only one working that evening. Well, well, I... I, I <laughs> thank you. Uh, this is... This is great, and she kind of pulls the drink back over and takes like a big swig of it this time and sets it down. Ah, uh, huh, well, who would have known that v- Vasta Bright might actually be pretty good at this, at, at finding uh, uh, information. Well, Mary, do you ha- can you handle this? Um, yeah, you, you can go, Louis. Thank you. Oh, so man, Louis scurries scurries away, me. and then Mary's like, do you need a place to stay? Can, can I help you? I need to go oh, um Oh, well, talk- yeah, I... Uh, you know, yes, I do like the the energy and the vibe here. Uh, are there any rooms available? You look you look very busy, and I, I guess now that I've sat down, my hooves. Oh, and she just kind of stretches her legs out off to the side. Oh, it has been quite a long time. I've just been walking, and I haven't really had anywhere to set up. Uh, it would be great just to potentially stay here. Yeah, um, we got rooms available. Great. Um, yep, no problem. Oh well. So, I do, do you need anything else from me at this very moment? Oh, I mean, conversation's been great. It's been oh. nice to actually talk to someone. Uh, uh, but of course, of course, I can. Uh, you're, you're busy. You know what? I, I'm staying here tonight, so perhaps if uh, you, you, you're 
you want to sit down and, and, and chat at some point. Uh, if uh, not, so no, if no, you're no, sitting here on. tonight, um, if I remember correctly, um, I think Bar opens the bar tomorrow, so it'll be him you up to get conversation from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you, me and you, Ree, tomorrow morning. That's not, okay. It's still vast. It's definitely still vast. Um, great. No, thank you, Mary. Uh, this has been uh, honestly quite wonderful. I didn't know what it would be like first time walking into a place like this. So no, yes, yes, yes carry on. Don't, don't, don't let me be a burden. See me here as something that you can come to as a getaway, potentially. If you just wave, wave me down if you need anything, or just shout Mary, whatever the case may be. I'll we'll, get to you as fast as oh, I can. Oh, thank you. You've been right. great. Yep, enjoy the ale. Enjoy your night. She then starts going through, like, and pulls the, the, the fish finally back over, and is, like, kind of lightly picking at it, and, like, she, she tries it and eats it, and it's all right. And then she, throughout the rest of the night, like, orders a few more drinks, talks to a few other people at the bar, and just kind of starts feeling it out, and starts feeling out what it's like to be in a real-world situation and interacting with people that aren't other knowledge-seeking librarians. <laughs> And scene. Scene. <laughs> oh, man. I had fun. That was cool. I like this character. I like that. I know you do. You can oh, see man. it in your face. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a completely different kind of paladin. <laughs> like, like, I... Oh, man. Like, she's more, like... Not necessarily hesitant, but, like, researchful. I was even thinking, in, in, in the moment, I was like, if, if there's ever a chance to take a feat... She would have a keen mind. I think having the keen mind feet for her would be dope. Oh yeah, well, that's the one where you like know what time of day it is and shit, right? Yeah, essentially you have photo- photographic memory. Anything that was done in the past month, you can recall, um, gotcha. and you know what time of the day it is. You know what directions are. You know, like so she she is very just because of all of her research and studying and not like growing up in in that place. Like she's now. Yeah. And again, I think it just makes. Oh, I love how like it plays in so nicely to this idea of. I like to measure and write everything out instead of actually doing it. Like it makes sense. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of this just works. <laughs> Everyone, if you haven't learned yet, you can tell Jake's excited uh, if he stops a sentence with "ah," uh, uh, middle of a sentence. I didn't finish it, dude. This is so cool. I could just ah, uh, yeah. Well, the the feet keen mind would be so good because ah, uh, yeah, it just makes <laughs> sense. You're trying uh, to shame me, but no, exactly. I'm not shaming exactly. you. I'm pointing out the reasons why people are going to fall in love with us. Oh, we're gonna okay. get. We're gonna have fans in like five years that have a shirt that just says "ah, ah." Um, yeah. I, I'm just. It's 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 great because like when we when I picked the minion background, I did I could not have imagined this character. This is not <laughs> where I thought this would go or how I thought it would work. And like, it's cool and it's exciting. And as a DM, I would love to one create this library and figure like, okay, cool. What is that? And then also like as a player. Would love to follow this group, find them, try and stop. If they're a bad group, maybe. Or maybe they're a good group. Who knows? Like, yeah. It'd be... I'm happy. I'm happy with... I'm happy with Vesalapista Bright. Good. I'm happy for you. <laughs> what do you I'm think? happy for what us. Was, what was your thoughts? What is your overall feel of Vass? Um, I like Vass. I think she's fine. Um, I think she would be a little more mischievous. But you were trying to find information in that moment. So you didn't have a chance it- to, like... I, I throw agree. someone under the bus, but yeah. I think she'd be a, a touch more like. Well, I'm not... gonna ask. I'm gonna try to convince you to do what I want to do. So if it goes wrong, I can say I can blame it on you, kind of situation. Sure, but like also, I, I very specifically, when talking about the things that were taken from the library, did not bring up that it was my fault. 
Just That's true. Taken. Yeah, you're right. Th- true. Things, things were stolen from the library. Things were like taken, and I was the one sent out to do. It. Like, I think that's a reveal that comes later, right? To the group, like you're, you're told is your thing is I'm, I need to find this and bring it back to my 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 library and this, but but you never reveal that. Oh, I'm the reason it was taken away, and like this group, like I gave it to them because I liked them, and they 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 almost kind of invited me out to this. Like you're you're susceptible to them. Like you you like them. And sure. So, like yeah. So, but I agree with you. I think in. in in situations, she would be more mischievous. She would. I think she was just kind of overwhelmed <laughs> in the yeah, moment for with sure, how big for sure. the bar was. But yeah, I, yeah, I like it. It's dope. I don't know. All I got right. nothing else. I just want to play this character now. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's uh. That's all she wrote then, eh? It is. It is all Vasellope wrote. Um. So, thank y'all for listening. Fuss coming back. This is great. It's great to have y'all here. Uh, but before you go, let us know what you thought of the Celebrity Stir, right? Uh, best way to do that is on social media. I don't know why I'm Southern now, but I'm sticking with it. And so you can reach out to us on the Twitter, the Facebook, or the Instagram at RNG underscore PC. Uh, also, if uh, you have uh, any stories where you potentially use the Celebrity Stern Bright in one of your campaigns, feel free to shoot us over an email at uh, rngpcpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'll definitely read that out here and love to hear your feedback. And if you also hate a Penelope Stern Bright and think that satyrs should burn in hell, cool. Also send us that information. <laughs> We'd love to hear it. Uh, so also, we are now on YouTube. We're going to have some content coming up on there, so just make sure to find us at RNGPC and like and subscribe any of those videos. Some of this content will also be going up there and we do plan on coming over to Twitch so you'll be able to see all of this magic happen live. Uh, that's it. Also, our Patreon is out there. That is how uh, we're going to be continuing to grow and uh, getting more stuff for our YouTube, our Twitches, and our Twitters. So uh, check us out on Patreon at RNG underscore, or no, just RNGPC on Patreon. Uh, you can get shouted out like Impen and Duff did earlier in the show. You can find our character sheets there. We got bonus episodes. We just released one about how drunk we potentially need to be to sleep with a bunch of different races and or monsters. It was really uncomfortable for one of us. <laughs> Me. Because Nathan... Because Nathan was drinking the blood of Jesus. <laughs> no, it was white. That was white wine. <laughs> the piss of Jesus. <laughs> I don't know why I'm southern in this outro now, but I like it. So that's it. That's all I got. That's all she wrote over her. I got one more thing. I'm not going to follow suit. <laughs> um, this isn't a iTunes review, which we normally leave, but oh, we did get a we... really cool comment on Instagram the other day oh, we that did. we're going to shout out. Um, we got a comment from the user Faceplants104, and they commented. <laughs> That's a good name. Uh, they commented um, specifically on our post about us coming back. So it says we're back on it. It's a picture, blah 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 blah. And they said, "Hell yeah!" Three exclamation points. You guys are by far in my top three D and D podcasts ever. <laughs> I've used some of your ideas in my homebrew world. Damn, super cool. That means in this guy's eyes, we're up there with like. The critical roles and the not another D and D podcast and the there's adventure zone adventure zone adventure zone that's that's, a, that's the other Chaos? one I was looking yeah. for I drew a blank though damn I yeah. forgot I, I don't think we did did that last week we were calling for our uh, what are they the, the reviews those Apple reviews yep leave us a review on Apple iTunes super helpful it's the only platform you can do it on otherwise yep. you can follow us on yep. Spotify Stitcher yep. iHeartRadio yep. Google Podcasts to, to, Overcast as it iTunes the, or the, no, 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 what's the tune in radio? I don't know. Maybe. 
Club or not. If wherever you listen to us right now, follow us there, because that's clearly yep. where you've already found us. And if uh, you're listening to us on iTunes, leave a review, please. Five stars and some words, and we'll read those words. We will read the words. Does not matter what the words are, uh, preferably. Uh, mm, we'll, we'll bleep it out. Are. Well, we can edit it. <laughs> Let's see. All right. Push the limit. Oh, my God. I love that every time I go against my own rule of the first thing of the outro, which is don't fucking ramble. That's okay. It's expected. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm done. Uh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for uh, this episode. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Next week, we'll see you on YouTube, right? It's coming out this week? Yeah, we'll have YouTube content this week. Nice. Keep All rolling right. and keep playing. I was going to say I, it. I did it. God, fuck.